Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My favorite quotes and the same with my dad is it's it ain't about the x's and o's it's about the jimmies and the joes absolutely could not agree with that more however as a coach if i could put jimmy or joe in a position because i know that on third down on the left hash they love going to the field well, i'm going to put jimmy and joe in a position to go out and make a play and be successful and now i'm not just telling him that on the field i'm not just giving him a task i'm going to provide him with a purpose as well right on today's podcast we're going to talk about data-driven decision-making and what you can do with that as a football coach. We know that analytics has really been taking over the game. We see it on Saturdays, Sundays. It's made its way into Friday nights as well. And I think there's a lot we can unpack for you here today with our guest, Dan Davis and his son, Danny Davis. Dan is a senior executive in the aerospace and defense world. Danny is a first lieutenant in the Army. Both of them have a football background played at West Point. Dan Sr. here played all four years. Danny played and then had to overcome some injuries, but stayed at West Point and is now in the Army. So, so Dan, let's start with you. Let's get a little bit about your background, what you're doing now, as well as your experience in football. Hey, Keith, no, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to share uh, and kind of converse with you guys today about this important topic. And little bit about me. Um, you hit the high points, right? I played, played football at Army. I served in the military for a little bit. Right now, I'm a senior executive uh, in the aerospace and defense world. But I'll, I'll just tell you that the introduction to you and this podcast and having the opportunity to listen to so many of your podcasts uh, since Danny turned me on to it, a lot of what you, you guys talk about is just leadership in general. And you know, of course, I still like listening to the X's and O's, but whether it's X's and O's or, or the business world that I'm in, you know, everything boils down to leadership. And so many of the things that your guests talk about from a leadership and culture perspective resonate with me. So I really appreciate being a part of this. And a lot of what you do with Lawrence first and goal, you know, I've got a very unique tie with uh, John Luce. You know, he was a young coach when I was a player at West Point. And then he came back as a, as a senior coach after he went and, and toured around and played or coached at a lot of different places. He ended up there, right back there at West Point where and listening to him on your podcast, introducing himself as the associate head coach, it was pretty cool for me because I, I, you know, I knew him when, right? So back uh, going out 30 years now, when I was playing, I knew John then, and I was able to reach out to him and Danny and my other son Nick were going through the recruiting process, and just that community that we all travel in as college football.
football is what it means. Everything football represents to the folks that are listening to this podcast and are, you know, this is a part of this. We all appreciate being part of this community. And, and when you say you're, you're, you're a football guy, we all know what that means. Danny, go ahead and fill in the blanks there where I left some gaps and tell us a little bit about you know, your football experience and journey. And we're going to get into a little bit of what you're doing here now as well. But uh, fill in the gaps that I left. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm first. Thanks for having us, Keith. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and I'm I'm pumped to, to make this happen. Yeah, I was recruited to and played football at West Point. I played there my first year, and that first year was Coach Jeff Munkin's first year taking over the staff. And I, it was really cool to kind of see the behind the scenes action. You know, you always kind of think about what is D1 sports like, and you always kind of dreamed of that growing up as a kid. You know, it was really cool to kind of see those behind the closed doors conversation and be a part of a program, especially, you know, a part of the West Point team and somewhere that my dad played and, you know, other family members played there too. But as you kind of alluded to injuries, I had, I had a few concussions. And then after that first year, after spring ball, Coach Munkin's first year, he let go of about 30, 30 guys on a team. And I, I was one of them. Fortunately, though, I wasn't, you know, at another school where I'm looking for another school to transfer to, or I'm looking to get a scholarship somewhere else. Thankfully, my school is still already paid for. Um, my, next, my next job was to be a cadet, right? So I um, grinded it out the next three years. I kind of had an ident identity shift there without football, but I overcame that. And, and really, football was always kind of a means to the end in terms of wanting to get my education and wanting to open the door into opportunities and whatnot. At West Point, you know, you go through the leadership things and you, you are putting these opportunities to really grow as an individual and as a leader. But there's also the academic side to that, too. And they put me in an opportunity to really kind of fall in love with, you know, data analytics, data engineering, database management. And when I commissioned, when I graduated from the academy in 2018, and uh, I, I really wanted to kind of find something outside of the army that I was passionate about. And I decided to combine my two passions, one of data and the other of football. And at the time, you know, and that was now recount sports, but at the time I really just wanted something to keep me motivated and, and learning the data portion of it, just to keep me motivated outside, would take online classes and just kind of get hands-on work. And I, I love football, right? So it really kept me motivated. And we'll talk a little bit more about recount sports here in a second, but that's kind of really what birthed it, right? And I just walked into a bunch of schools in my local area to kind of pitch what is now recon sports and just doing it for them for free. But again, at the time it was just to, you know, catalyst my learning and catalyst, you know, me perfecting and improving on, you know, that craft. But yeah, so now, now it's, it's recon sports and coaches actually seem to like it. And we, and we provide great value to, to their team, not only on the coaching staff, but from the players and, and the whole organization. Both of you guys talked about, the leadership a little bit here. And, and we did say we're going to be talking about data-driven decision-making, but truthfully, this boils down to really leadership as well. And, and both of you guys, obviously, being at the epicenter of leadership development in college football at, at Army West Point, certainly that's been an important part of your experience, both of you in leadership roles and in the army and, and where you've served and where you continue to serve Danny. And when we were talking the other day, Dan, I don't know if I've ever thought of it from that perspective that really when you're looking at data and, and what you're going to do with it, that this is still really about leadership because leadership is about decision-making. 
So for me, I mean, uh, when you do talk leadership, if you boil leadership down to the the two basics, right, you make decisions and you get others to follow your decision, right? So it's simplest. That's what it comes down to. So when you break it into those two parts, you say, okay, how are you making your decision? Right? Decisions are are generally based on what are your experiences, and you know, experience would be synonymous with training, right? So you get trained up, then you go practice that training, then you go have some experiences, and that feeds your decision making. And the rest of it is what, what what information are you processing? So where are you getting your information? How quickly are you processing it? How do you equate that to your training or experiences and then make a decision and then influence others to follow you, right? And the more you do that successfully, the more folks are going to want to follow you. So, you know, success begets success. And, you know, the successful ones are going to learn when it doesn't work out. What are the mistakes? Where did I go wrong? Was it my experience? Did I learn from it? Uh, Or did I have bad data and didn't make the right call, didn't have the right analysis? or, Or did I just not get the folks to follow? So, at, at its core, I mean, that is certainly one of the very key tenets of successful leadership is decision making and how are you making those decisions? And I, I would submit to you that when you're able to make your decisions based on accurate, relevant, timely data, it leads to tremendous success, can lead to success. So when you're looking at the data and whether this is in the military, in the aerospace industry and in business and football, it's all about finding those patterns that can tell you something about what's happening. Talk to us about that, the, the patterns in, in things that are happening and how you can use that to really influence and develop and create the results that you want. You know, Keith, that is such a key point. And, and one of the universal keys to success, uh, as, as I look at, at it, is someone's ability to do what you said, recognize the patterns. Okay, I recognize it. And then two, I got to understand what's that pattern telling me how do I take action about what that pattern is telling me? And then how do I use that to drive results? So database decision-making does all those. And the, key, the real key discriminator between folks that are, are good at that and, are, are, and maybe not so good at that is how quickly can they do it? How quickly can they recognize a pattern, understand it, drive action, and see results? And one of the things we, we, we've talked about is that OODA loop, right? You orient yourself, you observe, you make a decision, then you act. Right. That's all just database decision making based on your experiences and the information you have at the time. So being able to do that quickly and decisively and the, the data analytics that Danny talks to and he's going to talk about more here in a little while and, and what he brings to the table, the ability to take massive amounts of data, analyze it quickly, tell you what it means and make that decision. That is really key, whether it's football or, or the business world that I'm in. We have data on our on our competitors. We right, If they file something, we know. How they beat us last time? What was their price? What was their schedule? What was their discriminator? We know ourselves. We scout ourselves. What are our rates? How expensive are we? What's the engineering we're bringing to the table? What's our solution? What's a discriminator for the customer? So we understand the competition. We understand the customer. How does that all come together in the game that we call business? And how do we make those decisions quickly without getting paralyzed by analysis? Really does all tie back to that. OODA loop something we've talked about on this podcast before, I think several times. I know one of the episodes that comes to mind was with Dub Maddox, and I'll link that one in the show notes. But the whole idea of the OODA loop, which is observe, orient, decide, and act, is that you're going to have this process happening faster than your opponent does, and that eventually that faster process will overwhelm the opponent. So when we think about things on the football field, that's right now equating that to an offense, uh, being able to get their plays in quickly, call their plays, the defense being able to do the same thing. But now we have all this data that comes into play too. So rather than just winging it, 
if you do have a process for this and understand things and, as we said, can act quicker in that OODA loop than your opponent, then you have a much greater chance of success. So I don't know who, who wants to take this one, but if you could just talk about how bringing that together, that gathering process of data that's going to lead up to this point. You know, we're talking about game day when this happens, but so much of this happens before. So I don't know which Danny yeah, or Dan yeah. would like to feel that one. Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, in order to be an effective and good leader, you need to have everything that was just talked about, right? Have that process to recognize patterns and take action on those patterns. But also a big key to that is what's your process and system like to gather that information? And you need to be a good enough leader to recognize the system that you need to have in place, whether that be in the business world, the sports world, right? What system do you have in place in order to get accurate data? Because if you have garbage data coming in, your reports and your analytics are going to be garbage coming out, and that's not going to aid you in making those decisions. So, you know, kind of going back a little bit, you know, the commonality that's always taught at West Point and which I've seen not a lot of people understand is in order to be a good leader, you need to be a good follower, right? And that's something that at the academy, they do a great job of, of teaching you how to be a follower and then putting you in those leadership roles, right? And I think that's important because now when you're a leader, you can kind of retrospectively think about if I can put myself in my follower's shoes, right? What are some of the obstacles that they, they're going to need to overcome in order for us to get some accurate information and accurate data and really have an efficient system, right? So when we talk about, you know, we'll, we'll take the coach example for the coach realm, for example, right? If you're tagging data and you're tagging film, right, you need to have a system in place to where, you know, you're not just delegating that to, to one person to break down all of that film, right? You can delegate certain columns, certain aspects of the game, multiple games, quarters, Right. Whatever you think is going to be the best system for your organization, your program, in order to kind of piece all of that together and put that in that OODA loop system in order for you to kind of have that accurate data. Data analytics are going to drive any sort of decision making. You need to make sure that that data is accurate and precise. And that comes from implementing a good system as a leader by putting yourself in their shoes and saying, OK, what obstacles do they need to overcome and what position can I put them in to be successful? I like what you mentioned there. And when you're looking and for most of our coaches, this is huddle, this is DV sport, this is Exos. doesn't matter the system. You're going to have those columns where you can enter data. And I think you bring up a good point, assigning each of those columns or maybe a group of columns to an individual. And I found that to be very effective for a number of reasons. Number one, when you think about all the data points in any football play, right? For reference, I spent a season with the Cleveland Browns scouting department, breaking down film. And I was specifically looking at receivers. We were getting things ready for the draft. And I had 21 things I needed to chart on every single play. Very time consuming process when you're going through and, you know, step-by-step looking for all 21 points, there's a learning curve to it. But if I had a team of people like you do on a coaching staff and I can assign just one column. That's all his eyes are looking for. He's looking for his part in that. He can see it very quickly and it's going to move the process along. And it also provides that consistency across your three to four games that you're going to break down on your opponent. When you have four sets of eyes, everybody looking at the whole thing and looking at a separate game, 
you may view things a little bit differently. So at the very least, that person who's recording that one set of uh, data, whatever that column might be, he, he will have that consistency across those three to four games that you're charting. And if there's something you realize, you know, this was really that, boom, he can go in and change those things really quickly if he needs to. But he also then becomes some of the expert on those things as you're going through and looking at maybe how some certain things affect a game plan. So I think that's a just a best practice right now in, in the digital world we live in is that you should assign uh, columns to people so that you're getting consistent and accurate data as you're plugging this in, because it's gonna, only going to be good as the information you put in. Yeah, absolutely. And doing that, right, you know that it's you're kind of part of that system to where your other coaches on staff are doing completely separate columns. So now when you come in on a Saturday morning after an away game on a Friday night, all of that data through through recon sports, data analytics and technology, all of that is synced together now, right? And it's put in a report that's easily broken down and, and you can kind of see how it all ties together. So, you know, yeah, you're zeroed in in your foxhole, you know, breaking down those columns, but you know, at the end of the week, all of that is going to be tied together and you can see what the other coaches are working on. And that saves ultimately time, right? Because you don't have to go in and tag that as a defensive coordinator. You don't have to go through and tag a hundred columns, right? You can divvy that out to your whole staff knowing that we have a tool and system in place to plug all of that data into, turn that data information. And ultimately, I want to paint a picture with that information to, to gain a common ground of understanding. That's the real key right there. How do you paint that picture, right? So in, in, in the world you guys are talking about right now, you paint a picture that says, hey, what's my, what's my strategy for Saturday or, or Saturday afternoon or Friday night? But when you look across the industry, across multiple industries, everyone's looking for a, a picture, might be a different picture, but you look at healthcare and fitness, patterns, data, how do we do it? What, what drives the next, what are we going to go investing for our next drug that we're going to take to market? What's the pattern on how, how it solves things? You look at the military, military intelligence, everything's a pattern. What's our enemy do? What do we do? How do we solve it? What, what are we going to bring to the fight based on those patterns? So what, what you guys are talking about from a football standpoint is really universal across multiple industries and sectors. I know the other day when we were talking, you mentioned the one to 2% difference that this can make. And when you look at it, think of one to 2%, that doesn't seem like a big deal. But if you would, uh, and I know you've you pointed out several stories to me and, and related those, but if you would paint us some examples of why that one to 2% is really important. So, so in my world, right? Sometimes we win or lose multi-million, sometimes $100 million contracts by one or 2%. You know, so what was that one or 2% that we missed from how did we build up our, how did we go from cost to price? What did we miss that, that our competitor had that little bit of edge on us? So when you lose something like that, I mean, that, that, that impacts livelihoods. Uh, that impacts the future of our business. So we are always looking for that edge on how we can sometimes it's get out one or two percent or add one or two percent, whatever the case might be. But uh, you know, just a recent one that we're we're working through right now is a, a program that we inherited that we're trying to get cost out and really understand how we can uh, minimize some losses for a really challenging program. And I've got a couple data scientists that are you know really really good at what they do analyzing over 12 million lines of code or, or data going back 10 years to really get an understanding of how do we get where we are and how do we stop making those same mistakes? What are the patterns in those 12 million lines of data from a schedule and cost standpoint that we can improve upon going forward? So a real world working on a, on a day-to-day basis. Look, when you bring it back to football, you say, you know, football is a game of inches, right? 
So a couple inches on a hundred yard field, you know, that, that's less than one or 2%. And if that can get you just a little bit of leg up that, that first down by, by two inches to get you that first down and keep moving, the, keep moving the chains, I think that'd be worth it. And, you know, the other thing we talk about, we talk about patterns and understanding it, what our competitors are doing. What's the pattern that I'm setting myself that they know about me? So if my competitor is scouting my data, whether it's, you know, whether I have financial fire, filings in the business world, they're scouting that. They know where my rates are at. They know how many folks I have. They know they're reading our social media. What acquisitions are we making? Or in your world, if your competitor is using something like Recon Sports against you and they're picking up on all your patterns, wouldn't it be nice to know that? I mean, if, if, if uh, you know, I'll go back to put my football hat on for a second. And, you know, big thing we always did was, was you know, sudden change, big turnover. We go back on offense, bang, we're going to the end zone. And it was just known that sudden change, first play to the end zone. Well, if that's a pattern all the time, maybe we should change that up. Maybe next time sudden change runs, you know, we're going to run power right instead of going to try to take the ball deep to the end zone. Things about that, you're, about you that you should recognize, are just as important as knowing about your opponent. I know in the world you live in too, and thinking of, of an aerospace and defense industry, training pilots, there is no room for error. It's 100%. And I thought it was really interesting how you related they're in these simulators, everything's being captured. And then this is used to create their training programs for them to understand what your strengths are, understand what your weaknesses are and correct them. I loved when you talk about that, talked about that the other day, if you could just expound yeah. on that. No, that Keith, thanks for that. That is such a great point. So uh, that is what we do, right? So in my area of aerospace and defense, we, we train up pilots for the army, uh, the air force and the Navy. And all pilots start in a simulator. Before any one of those services turns a pilot loose, the real engine and, and at real altitude and going really fast, you know, they gotta, they gotta get certified in a simulator. So when we put them in those simulators, we can track almost everything they do. So they will come out of a training event with tens of thousands of pieces of data against what they just did. So how much rudder did they put in? How much flap did they use? How did they approach the runway? All those things and the, the evaluator can change in a, in a simulator, the evaluator can change up all those scenarios and see how they react. And then you start to build uh, those patterns that we, we've been talking about. So this one pilot has a pattern that every time, you know, we give him this situation, he always puts too much rudder and, you know, he's coming in too fast, whatever the case might be. But then we go coach that up and we can see that pattern. And we can say, hey, every time this happens, you got to go work on this one. You'd be conscious of it. Or you can see it as a larger piece of it that says if every pilot is struggling with it, then there's something wrong with our teaching. So the way we're coaching it up is wrong. If every single one, if every single pilot is struggling with the same thing, we got to go back and reevaluate. How are we teaching? How are we coaching? What's the training we're putting out there? So that, that is a great point. Very real world. And we spent millions of dollars developing the software that captures all that and then lets us go have a after action review with after that training event. And that's something that we, you know, pilots can take for their whole career. So as long as you're in and you're training with us, we will be able to tell you, hey, two years ago, you had the same problem. Now you're back for uh, continuing it or, or follow-up training. You're still having the same problem. So what are, what are we doing with that? Or, hey, you improved it. How did we improve it? And then are we implementing those improvements on other students? So super valuable tour, tool for us. So let's take that to the football side and – what you've developed, Danny, with recon sports analytics. And so if you're listening, I want you to understand this. We've had some analytics companies on here before. We've had edge analytics. We've had uh, championship analytics. 
you know, championship analytics was really the, the beginning of this stuff in football. And they talk about the book, you see that huge binder, you know, that four inch binder on the sideline in college football games. It tells them, you know, we're going for it here on fourth down. We're going for two, all those scenarios they worked out before. This is a little bit different. We're looking at, and the, the thing I really liked about this, Danny, was that this is a learning tool as well as a planning tool. We have all this information. And I can remember back when, when Huddle came out and players were released from the film room and now they're watching film on their phone. And we would assign them playlists, which I think was probably a big mistake at the time, you know, but it was, you know, the, the access we had changed and we had to figure out how we were going to use the technology. And, you know, the context is so important for players. So rather than say, hey, watch this playlist of whatever third downs, you know, understanding what were the patterns that we found, you know, they don't always necessarily understand the reports, but you've put together something that a tool that will help us as coaches in our game planning. It's going to save time, but it's also allowing us to educate our players on our opponent in a more efficient way. So if you would give us an overview of what you've created and how recon sports works. Yeah, absolutely. You touched on a lot of good points there, but I think the key, you know, when we talk about data analytics, with the way the game's going, you hear it on broadcasts all the time, right? New coaches being innovative with, you know, they look, should we go for it on fourth down, you know, based off of the field position, based off of the score, based off of rankings, right? Should we punt for it or should we go for it, right? That is not what Recon Sports is here to provide coaching staffs and, and programs. What we're here to provide you with is once you make that decision of, hey, we're going for it on fourth down, right? We want to give you the tools necessary to make that the best, most educated play call possible based off of your strengths and your efficiency, and based off of your opponent's weaknesses and their key tendencies, right? So we want to give you the, the tools necessary to go in, have certain conversations that during the week that you weren't able ha to have before and kind of go into the game with the answers, right? For example, uh, one of my favorite features and a lot of coaches like this is the previous play, right? So what is my opponent running after an explosive play as opposed to after a short play? All right, so not only do we go in and provide you with that information, there's no additional tagging on the coach's end, right? Our software does that for them. But now they're able to have those conversations. So, hey, we just got beat on an explosive play, right? But we know that almost 75% of the time when they're on the left hash after an explosive play, they love running to the field almost 75% of the time. So now I can, we just got beat, but hey, we, we know what's kind of coming next, right? We can put our players in a position to be successful, you know, one of my favorite quotes and same with my dad is it's it ain't about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. Absolutely. Could not agree with that more. However, as a coach, if I could put Jimmy or Joe in a position because I know that on third down on the left hash, they love going to the field. Well, I'm going to put Jimmy and Joe in a position to go out and make a play and be successful. And now I'm not just telling him that on the field. I'm not just giving him a task. I'm going to provide him with the purpose as well, right? And that goes in the, in the film room and the weeks prior. So I say, hey, Jimmy, every time they're on the left hash on third and short, they love going to this side. They love attacking this area of the field. So in turn, we're going to put you in a position to be successful. So when you hear this play call, you're going to see the visualization through the dashboard. We talked about it. We had those conversations. You know what's coming, and I'm going to put you in the best position possible to make a play. It's not a predictability index, what we're providing coaches. It's, you know, the historical data based off of four or five games on your opponent. It's being able to relay that to the players. Players can have that uh, the ability to go in and watch film. 
via tablet at home, right? But you know, how, how many of them are really doing that based off of you know homework, uh, outside uh, activities, family stuff like that, right? But now they can go through and kind of be directed to go look at these reports and eight to 12 minutes of what you tell them to go look at and they can visually see all of that data and how it's being presented. They just watched a couple hours worth of film right there and they can have a better understanding in practice, in game, and really what overall you as a coach want them to accomplish. I think those are some great points there. And what I really liked about, and we'll, we'll share all the links to recon sports so coaches can take a look at this and and i highly recommend that because i think it's a really interesting way to look at this and i could see uh, how this could be an incredible tool to improve your team and and put them in a position for success on friday nights but you mentioned the tagging and what your software does what your program does to add to that so coaches just need to add the basics it's not necessarily creating more work for them but this will create some of the other information that they need and can use now to see those patterns and make better decisions. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to emphasize that we are not here to replace Huddle, replace Huddle Assist, right? Huddle does a phenomenal job at being a video platform to upload your film, tag your film, share your film, so on and so forth. And you were to, we, we both know, we all know that if there was only one way to study your opponent, right, is through watching film. And however, we live in a world where you can have multiple tools in your toolbox. So what Huddle Assist does, and I know a lot of people know this, is Huddle Assist provides you, they go in and tag all of those admin data, right, down, distance, hash, gain, loss, so on and so forth. Well, what we do, we take that information and we, through our software, we spit out things like field boundary, strong weak, P and 10, personnel, receiver set, about 20 additional columns that right now coaches are going, to, are, are going in and tagging it themselves, right, at each and every play per column, or they're just omitting all of that data, right? They just, they're not tagging it at all. Can you give me an example of that? Right, we'll just take personnel, for example. They have to go in and tag personnel each and every play over the course of five games. Well, what we do is our software analyzes the formation, We allow the coach to define what those formations are. And then that personnel is plugged right back into the huddle account, as well as the dashboards. So instead of having to do that by hand or completely omitting the personnel, we do that for them, right? So now that that data is plugged into the dashboards, but it's also plugged into their huddle account to where once they find that key tenancy using the recon sports dashboards, then go into their huddle account, that data is in there, and then kind of create that custom cut up to go in and watch the film. Right. So it's 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 going back and forth. Right. It's it's looking at the dashboards, looking at the analytics. And now, right. The most important thing is I need to watch this. Right. So you can, the data is uploaded to your huddle account. You can go in and create that custom cut up and, and watch what's going on with all of that key information in the back of your head. So I want to emphasize here the amount of time, you know, you look at some technology when you add it and coaches are really guilty of this. We get a new piece of technology. And instead of finding a way to replace things in the workflow, we just add more work. So talk to us a little bit about how this will help uh, coaching staff be more efficient with their time. Cause I know right away that caught my attention in that, you know, you're giving me the ability to see this stuff, know this stuff and create better game plans and even be more creative in what I'm doing because I have the information 
and I have some more time as well. Right. So we just kind of talked about how we're going to decrease time tagging overall film, right? We're going to add about 15 to 20 hours per week in just tagging film, let alone the dashboards, right? So the dashboards are really created to make that film watching process that much more efficient and effective. So if you can imagine coming in Saturday morning after a three hour away game Friday night, and you're throwing on the film and just kind of trying to watch tendencies, kind of find key outputs, well, the Recon Sports dashboards is going to give you all those key tendencies, bottom line up front, right? For example, they do something completely different when they come out and gun left as opposed to gun right. And I can visually see that. So now when I watch the film, I know kind of what to expect when they come out and gun left, when they come out in that. And I can be that much more efficient and effective in watching that and game planning, right? And then we're giving all this time back to the coach right? And, and we're not here to dictate what they do at that time. We just want to give it to them, right? Whether it's to create a better game plan or quite frankly, to get your staff out of the office a little bit earlier on a Saturday, right? So it, it, it's all encompassed from we're going to save you time tagging film, right? 15 to 20 hours a week. And I, I, I didn't touch on this, but this is an automatic process, right? Huddle Assist is sent off to somewhere in India for them to break it down. They send it back. It's about a 12-hour turnaround time. Recon Sports is an automatic turnaround time. It is a drag-and-drop process to where it's drag-and-drop into Recon Sports. The software populates it, and it's automatically plugged right back into your huddle account. So a lot of coaches always ask me, what's the turnaround time, or how long do I have to wait for this? There is no turnaround time. The turnaround time is how fast can you export, drag-and-drop, and press populate. That's the turnaround time right there. So Dan, you've seen this develop. I'm sure you've had a lot of input into what Danny's doing here too. When you take a look at what he's been able to do with what you know in, in a career and in, in just living in data and everything you have to do to it, what were your thoughts when you saw the final product that Danny's created and what this can do for football coaches? Keith, I'm not smart enough to have a lot of input into what he's doing now. I mean, I, I just back years ago, I talked him into... Uh, he was trying to work off some uh, soldier lists. And I said, hey, man, you need to be doing that in Excel. And, uh, you know, fast forward a couple of years and he's talking to me about Power BI. And now he's talking about all these back end stuff he's doing to make recon sports sing like it does. Other than telling him uh, he needs to be able to track his data. It, I got no input to it. But what I will tell you is that uh, I appreciate and, and what I think so many folks can exploit is the ability to have great tools that help you analyze data and get to better decisions quicker. And that's really what Recon Sports brings. And I'm just super excited to see what you can do with that. Danny, tell us how we can find the information on Recon Sports and uh, the different contacts you set up so that coaches can get to it and see it right away. Our website is getreconsports.com. We're on every social media platform at Get Recon Sports. And for all of Keith's listeners, we set up a, a specific email, podcast at getreconsports.com. So shoot us an email on that and we'll get back to you uh, as soon as possible. We'll get a demo set up, but we'll send you some links, some, some tutorials to really educate you a little bit more and kind of walk you through firsthand a live demo for we can do a coach one-on-one, -on -one, a whole staff, whatever works for you and your program. Again, that's podcast at getreconsports.com. We also have a phone set up. The number is 317-324-8605. Feel free to call that number, email us through a podcast at Get Recon Sports. And, you know, I've, I've been so excited about this and I love Pete, Keith's podcast. And I've just been so honored to, to be, you know, working with him. Anyone listening to this that's interested in Recon Sports and if you're a high school coach out there, I would love to give you 15% off 
your first season. So again, that's podcast at Get Recon Sports. Email us. We'll get your full team set up. We'll go do a live demo and we'll get the ball rolling. Yeah, I know we have a lot of small college guys here on Huddle as well. Again, I highly recommend this. I know from being at the small college level, we wear so many hats. There's so many things that are added to the plate for us. This is an incredible time saver. Uh, I really love the product. And you guys should know that I don't bring anybody on this podcast where I really don't believe in the things that they've put together. And I think this is a great tool. So those links will be in the show notes. And uh, Dan, thank you for coming on the podcast and really giving us that big picture of what analytics are about and relating that to leadership. Thanks so much for having me, Keith. One of my favorite topics. And I'm honored to be able to talk to a bunch of football guys about it. Danny, I know you and I have been talking for some time now, and so uh, I appreciate that you reached out in the first place, and I'm excited that we've been able to bring this information to coaches and introduce them to Recon Sports. So thank you for taking the time, and I look forward to more of this in the future. Absolutely. Thank you.